Welcome to Dr. Zoe Today, where the topics are always real, raw, and relevant about love, sex, and relationships. Warning, do not listen to this show if you are sensitive to controversial issues or easily offended. Dr. Zoe and her guests are not to be held liable for any shock, pissing of the past, sudden desire of change, or uncontrollable laughter. Now, here's your host, Dr. Zoe. Hey everybody, and welcome to Dr. Zoe Today. As lots of you know, one of my branding tags for the last 10 years has been sexy, savvy, and spiritual. And tonight's guest is just that. Her fans include celebrities such as Britney Spears, Gwyneth Paltrow, Heather Locklear. Even the ladies on The View have given her books away as gifts to their guests. She's the author of nine best-selling titles with millions of books sold. Tonight we're going to be discussing her book, 101 Nights of Great Sex. Laura Korn, welcome to Dr. Zoe Today. Oh, my goodness. Welcome. <laughs> I'm so excited. I, we're going to have phone sex. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, excellent. Now we're really going to get their attention. Okay, before oh, we get... You know, I've been reading your book today, by the way. Oh. And I just, uh, I'm just uh, grinning. It's beautiful. Mm, so thank you. I wish I could do an introduction back at you. Oh, thank you, Laura. Thank you. Before we get started, Laura, tell my listeners where they can get their hands on their own copy of 101 Nights of Great Sex. Well, you know, something happened a couple hours ago, and and, uh, the new edition of 101 Nights of Great Sex just landed on my desk. Oh, nice. And I'm sitting here, and my heart's like pounding, and I'm like, oh, my God, here it is, here it is. Awesome. What's we, what's crazy is it's sold out. I know. And what's so crazy? I told my assistant, I'm like, you get me a copy, and she's like, sold out, sold out, sold out, and I'm I like, know. oh my gosh. I know so, it's a catch twenty two, but it just got off the press, so it it okay. will be in the stores September, but certainly you can get the ebook, and the ebook has which we'll discuss in a minute, uh, okay. its own magical ingredients. Mm, okay. Mm. <laughs> okay, so the e where give out, give out the website. Yeah, give out the website where they can go. Oh, oh it's, uh, it's 101nights.com. Okay, 101nights.com, everybody. Go get your e-book version of the but book way now. Before you do it, I want them to know why I've got the secret to long-term passion. Yes. Okay. I mean, so before we get started, wait a second. Yeah. You freaking tease. You're such a tease. We had a conversation. We had a conversation a few weeks ago, and we were discussing married couples or people that have been in long-term relationships. And I was talking about how you know I've been giving advice to these couples about how to spice it up and things like that. And you said they know they have to spice it up, but they just don't know why. Like, what is the reason why they're not doing it, Laura? I know. Well, first of all, I want to see how you fill in the blank. Okay. I've been giving sex advice forever and ever, and I've got the perfect erotic equation. You can always use this equation when you want to have great sex. It always works. And so I'm going to throw out to you, blank plus blank equals great sex. So how would Dr. Zoe fill in the blank? Blank for you, what blank plus blank equals great sex? Communication and a great cock. No. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I think that, uh, I think that. Uh, you went a copy of the book, did you? 
okay. I, part of it. Wow. <laughs> I think communication is key. It's one of the things that I have taught my clients for years. And I would say communication and, you know, commitment, uh, compassion, um, passion is important. But I want to hear you. I want to hear your okay. Okay. There's, there's one thing that separates what I do from all the other sex experts. Gotcha. One thing and one thing only. You're not as dirty as oh, I am, I though, but that's okay. You what? what? I said you're not as dirty or naughty as I am, but that's okay. No. <laughs> okay, well, so tell me. You have, not, you have not read the, the book yet. So you I haven't. No I haven't. I'm such a bad girl. Okay, tell me. I want to know because no, I no, think no. you're okay, amazing. So, so this is the equation, okay, okay. and I'm going to explain it in a second. And this, the first word is the most important. And we're talking long-term relationship. Okay. And the word is anticipation. Mm. Anticipation plus creativity Mm -hmm. equals great sex. Now, this is, you know, I'm taking into account that you're in love and you're, you know, know, with the number one sex complaint of couples across the country Mm -hmm. is boredom. Yeah, absolutely. Do you agree? Absolutely. Okay, so... There's a million articles, a million books out there. They all tell you to spice it up. They've all got great advice, mm-hmm. great tips. But we still don't do it. So the anticipation is like the teasing part. Because as women, of course, we love to be teased. And men, men as much as they say they don't like to get blue balls, they love to be teased too. So, so anticipation. Oh. And then, so tell me, so anticipation. Okay, anticipation, so here's, here's and then, what my book is. Okay. My book is based on this formula, and okay. my book is no other book has anticipation. Mm-hmm. And how I was able to accomplish that is the pages are stuck together. Mm. Okay. <laughs> we were like stuck together. Oh my god. So okay. So Laura, I know that there's like there's like envelopes in the book, correct? Yes. Okay. 101 secret. So the envelopes are stuck together, so you have to peel them apart, or what do you mean they're stuck together? Right. Well, I okay. mean they're envelopes, so I like to say the pages are stuck together because usually if guys are reading books, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Certain books, the pages are stuck together. Got you, got you. But, but I stuck it together before he got a chance to get the book in his head. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Lloyd, tell me a little bit about you and your experiences yeah. and why you started writing these books to help people improve their their relationships. Well, I started, uh, my only husband left me because I was bad in bed. Wow. Wow. I mean, for you to even be able to say that is, is huge. Like, that's a huge thing. So how long ago was that? Long time ago. Okay. All right. <laughs> a long time ago. But okay. I really, so did I he come out and time. say, did he come out and say, yeah. Laura, you know, you're just not a good fuck, or uh, Laura, I'm not satisfied sexually, or did you just, was it a knowing? Well, we would go into, you know, we would be having sex, and this yeah. is the dialogue that I would have. Beige. I think I'll paint the ceiling beige. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. You know what though, so honey? There's so many women out there that can that can relate to that. You know, you're in this marriage, you've already settled down and you know, it's a missionary position. I hear this all the time. And she's going mm. through the list the to do list in her head and she's going through the kids' activities in her head while he's trying to get off. And oh beige, I think I'll paint the ceiling beige. So he wasn't obviously you weren't the only one that was bad in bed in the relationship because you were obviously well, no, no, no. The too. thing was, I knew how to get myself off. I, okay. I masturbated all the time. Okay. But guess what? I didn't share that information with him. Okay, I gotcha. just figured at some point Communication. it would kick in and he would figure it out like a lot oh, of women. That's, that's great. Right? Yeah. Well, that's why I say communication. China, yeah. And I don't get off. Oh, something must be wrong with me. Right. And, and, and in fact, I learned to orgasm first by Marilyn Monroe's bedroom secret. There's a seduction <laughs> in the book called I Think I Made His Back Feel Better. And I had my very first orgasm with a man after I got divorced mm. when I learned how she got off on a guy. And what she did is she rubbed her vagina on a guy's back, on the tailbone, mm. around and around and around, very much like young women when mm-hmm. they learn how to masturbate, they do with a, with a toy or bed sheets. They lie right. on or the corner of the bed. Off. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. The corner of the mattress. Right, right. And it's much like and it's much like lesbians get off too. You know, I mean Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if then you I get off lying on my stomach, I'm embarrassed to show that, right, to my to my husband, like, Oh, I'm, I must be a freak. So then when he puts the penis in, I'm like, it's not the same sensation. Right. So eventually I just shut down, stopped communicating then I was just lousy in bed, and then I hated sex. Gotcha. But fast forward to uh, my relationship of 23 years. So mm. the one thing that I kept asking myself 23 over and over again, years. Wow. Yes. That's an accomplishment. Congratulations. <laughs> That's a major accomplishment. I have not accomplished that. I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I couldn't. I'm way too young. But still, I don't know. I don't know if I, you know, 23 years, wow. Congratulations, Laura. Okay, so fast forward. The, the 23-year relationship has been erotic and sensual and satisfying. Absolutely. But also, you know, peaks and valleys. You know, you, you basically action equals attraction. But why are you talking about my tits on the show, Laura? You shouldn't talk about my tits on the show. Okay. All right. Any any relationship, every relationship has peaks and valleys. I think the key is is the longevity and loving each other unconditionally, knowing that each person coming into the relationship is going to evolve. Change is inevitable. It happens every day. So you're going to change. He's going to change. And the key is is to love each other through those changes. So of course, there's peaks and valleys. Valleys, Laura. I'm I'm dying to know. It's public knowledge. Oh, wait a minute, Dr. Zoe. Okay, okay, go ahead. One thing thing that that love, I think we all want love and we want that trust and intimacy and love. Mm -hmm. This is desire is a different, it's a whole different set of rules. Uh, Have you ever had Estelle Peril on, is that how you, uh, mating in captivity? No. Mm -mm, I haven't had her on. Mm -mm. She's amazing. Okay. And, for her, she believes. And so and call me. <laughs> call my sister. <laughs> okay. But she believes that that you need 
with desire, we mm-hmm. need mystery. We need right. distance. We need mystery. And that is why every page in 101 Nights of Great Sex is sealed. It's not a book you read. It's a book you do. Mm. There are 50 sealed envelopes for his eyes only and 50 for her eyes only and one for the end. And, guys, how many books out there can you actually do? You know, that's amazing. That's awesome. Right. So remember, the minute you – and each of these seductions have a title. And and it's like the velvet tongue up against the wall, the shiverator. Mm, The shiverator. I like that. Oh, my God. That sounds good. The most powerful orgasm I've ever had. It's in the new edition, but wait, wait, wait. So when you get do the book together with your partner, I just want to go so your your audience knows why okay. this book is so unique. You get together, and he rips out a sealed envelope, and you rip out one. And you can't see inside of each other's pages. But mm. sometime in the next week or two, you have to surprise each other. Nice. So it nice. instantly creates mystery. Yes. Mystery, I teach women all the time that you have to have a mystique about you and, number one, confidence, because that's what men are really attracted to is that mystique and confidence. All right, I have to ask you this. We're going to get more to the book in a minute. Okay. It's public knowledge that you have a test bedroom, dear, quote-unquote, test bedroom so what kind of things go on <laughs> oh my god i'm dying oh no i mean that i have to say that's probably one of the most intriguing things that i read about you is like ah oh, this one has a test bedroom what's going on in the test bedroom laura or what has gone on in the test bedroom over the last <clears throat> several years you've been writing books for quite a while no for quite a while okay well i just added something to the test bedroom Mm, a swing, perhaps? It's visible. Well, I have a wall. Okay. You'll, you, you will appreciate this. <laughs> I have a whole wall. That I might want to come visit. You might not want to tell me. Okay. Definitely. Go ahead. Well, are you ready? It's, it's, yes. There are 12 paintings, and it's all, they're all lesbians. Oh, nice. And so it's a visual. It's kind of, it's kind of like a subliminal seducer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so that just went up because I believe bedrooms need really sexy sheets. So I have, I have in hue, my I have hue lighting, which I just installed. Nice. Uh, nice. Which changes, you know, the lighting to red, to blue, to green. It's just phenomenal. And then I just put up in an archway <clears throat> big, heavy chains. Oh. Big, heavy chains. That sounds yes, a little on scary. Both sides of the, of the door frame. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so so, that's what so I'm you're telling me what it looks like. You're setting the stage, but you're avoiding very professionally and politically oh. my question. What kind of things go on? I want to know. So is this okay. been the 20? You really want so, to know what I just Laura, did? Laura, <laughs> wait. Is this the 23-year lover that, you know, you've been he's, – he's a very lucky man. This is the one you've been doing all yes. the testing on? Okay. Wait. And we have, we have to go shopping for art together because I have nudes all over the place. I love – I have men and women, though. Oh, but, so, yeah, I love oh. nude art. I just – paintings. I'm really into paintings. So – I have all kinds from all over the world. Okay, so Laura, what kind of things go on in the test bedroom? Okay, okay. Do you want my last, the last thing I did in bed? Yeah. The last thing that where I again, where I set up the seduction, he doesn't know what what you know. I'm doing the whole nine yards. Okay. Obviously, you've heard of a glory hole. 
right? Yes. Okay, so you know what a glory hole is. Yes, but tell our listeners. I'll I'll let you explain. (laughs) Well, I kept thinking, how am I going to give him, you know, do a glory hole? It's kind of... It's kind of seedy, you know, there's, but I kept thinking about it, like I do, because, you know, I write, write sex tricks for a living. That's what I do. Yeah. How am I going to do a glory hole? Why don't you tell your audience what a glory hole is, and then I'll go in <laughs> I'm not no, going there. Describe it. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. I, I, so I am going to pass. I'm going to let you say it. Are you blushing? <laughs> I'll let them. I'll let them look it up. So, Glory Hall, Hall, is this what you performed on him? Well, no, but this is how I did it. Is what's so unusual. Usually, Glory Halls are kind of male. You know, like uh, I don't know how to say it. You know, these holes in bathroom walls. Yeah. Where men put their yeah yeah it ha- it's like okay so like Peter yeah. Herman stuff like they go to like the the mo- the dirty movies where they're going ahead and they're like you know they can stick their penis in a hole and get pleasured by someone else or they can you know stick their penis in a hole and they're going to feel some kind of sensation in these holes exactly. it's like places that show like total short porn porn films um, swingers clubs these are the kind of places you can find glory holes right. So you, you know, made a glory hole for him. But get, but how I did it was, was, was so cool. I, I tacked up a sheet. Mm-hmm. First of all, three days before I did it, I walk over uh, with my uh, measuring stick mm-hmm. out of nowhere like a tape measure, and from the bottom of the floor to his penis, I just measured. Just, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, what are you doing? Are you up to one of your seductions, Laura? <laughs> and I said, I don't know, am I? <laughs> okay, so he, he so then I took a sheet and I measured it from the floor, you know, mm-hmm. and I cut out a hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then I tacked the, the the sheet up to the door frame. So and then I put a chair on both sides of the of the sheet. Okay. Gotcha. And so when he came home, there was a note on the door, and it said, follow, um, follow, uh, and there were some $1 bills. <laughs> nice. Bring nice. dollar bills, sit down, and I had a drink there. And then I think you can probably guess the rest. <laughs> yeah, well, that's awesome. That is awesome. And for all you married couples listening that have written all kinds of questions, and we've got some questions tonight, we're going to be answering some of your questions tonight with Laura. So stay tuned for that. Um, Laura, you've been obviously an amazing expert in love, sex, and relationships genre for a while now. Do you feel that monogamous relationships are in alignment with human nature? So, like, you know, with this question, this is like a huge question when it comes to, you know, our human nature and our needs as humans sexually. And then we have this innate um, thing in our being where we want to be with that quote-unquote soulmate, have that companionship, have that love, have that person we spend our lives with. Do you think that monogamous relationships are in alignment with human nature? Wow, it's a great question. Um I know. (laughs) (laughs) Be honest, Laura. Be honest. You know what? I mean, I have been monogamous. So for me, it's just my natural state. And uh, I've had very few lovers in my life. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I know a lot of my girlfriends, you know, don't share my 
you know, passion for that kind of that subject because to me, trust is everything. If you don't have right. trust, absolutely, it's everything. It's all based. Yes. So, um, I uh, I think it's harder for men. I'm just going to go and you know, come on, it, it just yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, and I think now 30% of women are are having problems with uh, being monogamous too. These are facts. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, Absolutely. And I, I think, think it, it just depends on the person. I don't really think male or female anymore. I think it depends on the person, really. And I don't What's think the that it's... What's the term relationship you've been in? Oh, um, seven, eight years. Seven, eight years. I had two of those. Were you, and then were I you, had, mon- were you monogamous? And then I had a three-year... Um, no. <laughs> no. I, okay, so the first one, I was very young, and no, I was not. Second okay. one, I was, and I was so proud of myself because I was able to be monogamous. I think I hit an age where I began to um, very value, you know, my life and, and what I was building and things like that, and I, I started to really be like, oh, my gosh, like, it is a crazy world out there. I have to be safe. So safety, I've always been mm. extremely safe. Sexual, but for me, um, my belief is when we love someone, monogamy is a choice that we make out of love. I don't feel that it's truly human nature. I think it's and it's so great that you're doing what you do because you make it so much easier and better for people. And this is what the show is all about: is about giving valuable information about love, sex, and relationships. But um, I don't know if I truly believe that it's in our human nature. Nature to be monogamous. I feel that because we have that uh, longing inside of us for love, for soulmate, for companionship, that being monogamous is a choice out of love. My great-grandmother had a, um, I was raised Greek, she had an arranged marriage, she didn't love him, she grew to love him. She said every morning when she woke up, love was a choice. So I believe that monogamy is important because of, you know, the day and age that we live in. I think that monogamy, you build, you can get so free and so freaky in monogamy because you know that that semen, that cum, that, you know, that is yours. And it, so that creates that ability to be a freak for me. So monogamy is so important to me in a relationship. But, I, um, but yeah, so that's how I feel about it. I haven't done. Why do you think the number one? Why do you think it's so hard for couples to keep that passion alive? I think it's because of the society. I think that we live in an oversex society, like we always we have. But now with technology, which is advancing as we speak, technology is constantly changing. Technology is constantly advancing, advancing, and everything is available at our fingertips. So you have online dating. You have uh, come fuck the whore next door like you have dot com you have porn all over the place you have all this stuff and it's such an oversex society that um even though I, I think it makes it harder this day and age with all of that at your fingertips constantly in your face all of that stuff it makes it a lot harder plus i think that you know when you went through kind of the 60s and the 70s my parents were hippies and i've heard about you know how free and loving everything was crazy and let's all have sex and then kind of like with the break of AIDS and things like that. Then children started being educated more in the classroom about STDs and things like that. But now we're coming into another age where the economy, there's 
there's a lot of, you know, issues in the United States. I'm speaking for the United States because other countries are a little different. But there's economy issues. There's 9-11 that happened. And now people are just, like, more free and wild and out there. But I also believe that, you know, I'm doing this show because we want to raise the level of sexual consciousness. And okay. people like you are making the world a better place by helping couples to come up with, you know, different very creative ideas um, to keep it to keep it spicy and to keep things going so they can make their marriages work. But what do you think? Why do you think it's so hard, Laura Corn? Because because people, first of all, they you know they don't. It's one thing to say to spice it up. We've heard it a billion times. Yeah, but true. how do you actually do it in your every day life we're so overwhelmed with what we have on our to-do list right that we don't feel there's no commitment again i go back to um if you do my book with your partner and you rip out a sealed page guess what yes you now have a commitment to your partner. And for everyone that's just joining us, we're talking to Lauren Korn, best-selling author, uh, author of nine, nine books, and we're talking about 101 Nights of Great Sex. So definitely get this book. You can go and you can get the e-book at, Laura, 101. Yes. Oh, oh, Amazon, all the, all the stores. Okay. Um, all right, awesome. Yeah. I have a question. I have another question for sure. you. In the genesis okay. of a relationship, in the beginning of a relationship, how important do you believe it is that couples communicate what their freak level is, what their boundaries are, what their sexual needs are? Because a lot of these problems, and we're going to get into some of the listeners' okay. questions here, a lot of these things could be avoided if they really communicated in the beginning of the relationship. How important do you think that is? How to, you know, all your freaks and kinks? Yeah, like in the beginning of the relationship, like say the female is more sex than the male or vice versa. Like uh-huh. how important do you think it is in the beginning of a relationship for there to be communication surrounding sexual needs, sexual, you know, what they like sexually, things like that? Um, I don't know. I think that you have to be cautious with that. I understand where you're coming from and what you believe, but... But too much telling me too much. I think a lot of people talk too much. Right. I mean, I'm a little bit different. I feel like that um, that too much talking, too much sharing, there's not enough mystery. It doesn't evolve. Right. Um, you could have liked uh, anal sex with someone else, but this person doesn't like it. Does that mean you're not going to let the relationship evolve and maybe it will lead down to anal sex? Or are you going to, uh, you know, not... Rule it out. Or, right. right. You know what That's, I mean? Like, yeah. isn't, it, isn't a sex relationship, shouldn't it evolve? I, I agree. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. For so long, but it should evolve. You should explore fantasies together, um, not come with a set of rules. I don't know. Right. But, you know, I've been with okay, the, the I agree. I agree with you to a certain extent, but then there's also couples who they get together. All right, for instance, so answer me this: when in your book or as an you know a sex you know expert, um, how many times do you think a married couple should have sex? Like, what do you think is the average, or how many times do you think they should have sex a week? What do you suggest? Oh, at least two or three times. 
Okay. Like, I like to fuck two or three times a night when I'm in a relationship. So everybody else is, everybody's different. No, I'm serious. Like, my ex and I, it was 11 o'clock, uh, 3 or 4 o'clock, and 7 o'clock every single night. Now, he got wore out after a little while, but, you know, I mean, but, like, everyone is different. You needed, so, God, you needed to know right from the beginning that this guy had a high Well, it's not just me, but all of these marriages, I mean, uh, you know, divorce is one of the biggest epidemics we have. And so I think right. the whole concept of marriage is changing there's uh committed relationships and there's partnerships and there's gay and lesbian relationships where people are just thinking outside of the box now when it comes to traditional marriage quote unquote so it's evolving and there's a new level of consciousness and it doesn't take like a piece of paper but i think that in the beginning of a relationship if he's into you know or she's into this 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 and just to be a little bit and not right away and I totally agree with you that a lot of people will say too much I talked to a man recently he went on on three dates with this woman on the third date she sat across from him and she told him that she had herpes and he's like I was interested in her but we weren't even sleeping together and she told me she had herpes I was like what I'm like oh my gosh like that's too much like he wasn't even he's going he wasn't even going to bed with you but you could bet your ass he's not going to now like you know it's just you know it was just something that yes I agree too much information people can talk too much but communication is key and if like my first husband was not that sexual and and I'm very sexual, then there's not going to be the compatibility. So I think it's important to know your freak level to a certain extent. But I also totally agree with you. You're going to evolve. You need to experience. And just because she didn't have anal before the relationship doesn't mean that it's not going to evolve into anal. And that was a great example. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. I really want to know your take on this because okay. my, 101 Nights of Great Sex was written originally in 19... 19- 94. So it's been updated and rewritten and it's changed and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you know, I want to know what your take on Fifty Shades is because Fifty Shades to me is what, I mean, I, I, I'm reading it, the series again. Just okay. There are 23 sex scenes in Fifty Shades of Grey, which was just written a couple of years ago, that are straight out of the original 101 Nights of Great Sex. Wow. Fifty of Grey is based on the most popular female sexual fantasies. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. So the sex scenarios, are you a fan of Fifty Shades or not? Um, I am not uh, not a fan. I'm not okay. uh, like a, I have never like, for me, it's like my own experiences and, you know, just having a master's degree and a doctor's degree and being a life coach for so many years and counseling, um, you know, high performance males and entertainment politics and sports for the last, you know, since 1998. Like that's where I like to get my information. Fifty Shades, I honestly, I feel like it's very, um, you know, it's just like, I mean, come on, how long have they been, like, prolonging this and riding it? And I think that people are so hungry for things like what you offer, Laura, and what I offer. And they don't have, like, when I was a little girl, Laura, I used to listen to Dr. Ruth, and I was raised in a very conservative Christian home. I went to private school my whole life, and here I am. My mother would never talk to me about sex, so here I am listening to Dr. Ruth every Sunday night under my pillow and just listening to her talk about penises and vaginas 
so I could find out about sex. And I think that it's as that little girl, you know, trying to find out about sex because I couldn't understand why I was such a sexual being and I, I needed to know. And now, you know, like people are still hungry for valuable knowledge. So I think Fifty Shades of Grey, to me, it's just kind of like – a little, you know, it's it's a little overrated, over, you know, whatever. But I think that I know that there are some scenes in there where he takes control and he tells her, you know, he dominates her and he's a man. And I think that that is what women want. You know, I really do. A man came to me, one of my clients came to me recently. He said, hey, I date, I've been dating this girl for like a couple months. And after like a couple dates, she invited me inside and I wanted to be a gentleman and I didn't want to go inside. Side. And now we've been seeing each other almost every day for three more weeks, and she hasn't tried anything. And I'm regretting that night that I should have went inside. I feel like I'm going to be like in the friend zone, or I'm never going to get laid here. I said, right. I said, next time you kiss her, I said, do you guys make out? She said, he said, yeah. I said, next time you kiss her, I said, you grab her by the crotch, you look at her in the eye, and you tell her you want to own her pussy. You know, it's like I just tell people that kind of stuff. The wall, so yeah, I'm like, happen. take control of that, just grab her. I said. And he's like, so he came to me later, and he's just like, oh, my gosh, we had the best sex. I did exactly what you said. I looked at her dead in the eye. I told her I was going to own her pussy, and that was it. We threw down. It was, he's like, I can't thank you enough. So I think that, you know, that concept of the Fifty Shades of Grey where the male is very dominant, A-type, and he takes control, women want that. Like, they want that. So tell me, I know that there's a huge no, no, connection. No, no, I mean, that's exactly, I mean, that's, yeah. uh, and they, they, you know, it's neuro science. Women want the alpha male. And what happens is we spend, we, we move in and, and we start uh, 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 criticizing the guy. We, you know, we start, you know, knocking him down. And, that's, yeah. and we do it slowly, very slowly. And then the woman, I got to tell you, I was just at the mall, did an experiment. This, this shows you, I, mean, I was just blown away. I sat on a bench and for two hours I watched over two hours, 41 couples, their body language, walking in a mall, okay, mm-hmm. just walking down, just, you know, some had kids, most didn't. And the one thing that struck me, just to see the, their inner reaction, you know, their interaction. Right. What was the one thing that stood out? I can't, I, I was so mesmerized by this. It's like women just have to take charge. Almost all these couples, the woman was walking ahead of the guy. Right. And meanwhile, he's, yeah, yeah. With, with her head down, on her phone, no interaction, the guy looked lost. And that is, you know, I, I'm an observer. I'm a researcher. I'm always looking mm-hmm. for clues, for triggers. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and here's this book. I don't know if you've, you've this is an, an amazing book called A Billion Wicked Thoughts. Have you, have you uh, read this book? No, but I totally agree with what you're saying because like I teach the clients speak to the king and not the fool and the man if you speak to the king you'll mm-hmm. get more of that if you speak to the fool you'll get more of the fool and it's amazing to me how and what you're talking about the disintegration and that women do it slowly and these men that come to me and they talk to me about you know she's a cold fish in bed ever since I married her the whole sex life changed after she had the baby she you know whatever and so I see it all the time so tell me the name of the book again 
it's called it's what the internet tells us about sexual relationships it's basically it's called a billion wicked thoughts these guys analyzed 55 million sexual uh, searches on the internet mm-hmm. 55 sexual million uh, searches right mm-hmm. and um, what they discovered and this is women and men these are searches, you know, for sexual fetishes, mm-hmm. what they like, what they don't like, and then they analyzed them in this book, and it's fascinating. But one of the things they discovered is that women want to be taken. They want an alpha male, and they're not mm-hmm. getting it. And, they're, and, and so, again, it kind of goes back to 101 Nights of Great Sex. It, well, wait, you know, okay. Uh, and, and it's about taking what, charge, action right. equals attraction. Right? That's what it's about. But, so, Laura, Laura, how many women okay. now are alpha females? Like, I'm an alpha female, and it's going to take a strong-ass man. I mean, and I know what I'm attracted to. So it's very, like, there's yeah. women now, this day and age, I mean, you know, that we live in, that look at you, baby. Like, we, there's, we're so successful, and we're out there, and we're doing it, we and we're accomplishing, and we're doing anything. at night. Dr. Yeah, Joe. Exactly. Exactly. Everything. All, if you come right. home with your alpha male attitude and start bossing right. them around. No, this is what business. I say. This is Right, this oh. is what I say. At the end of the day, you need that soft, quiet place to be able to be nurtured, to be babied, to be a female. And so he exactly. needs to see that vulnerability in you, and then that's what turns him on. How many women have told me, I get all dolled up and I'm all prettied up and I'm all dressed up in my finest dress, and he's not attracted to me. It's when I'm a mess and when I'm like because of the vulnerability. It's when I'm cleaning the house or when I'm busy or when I've had a bad day. It's the vulnerability. Then he wants to fuck the shit out of me. I said it's the vulnerability. He wants to be the alpha male. So, you know, when you're like in your, you know, so I hear this stuff all the time. Well, you're absolutely moving right. From our feminine side to our masculine side. Right. We absolutely. Have to, we have to concentrate on the feminine side. Just go sit yourself at a mall and watch mm-hmm. the way women treat their guys at a mall. I watch the guys They're drop their feet and scratch their head to look at other women or to look at me. <laughs> You know, it's like, have you ever noticed that? I mean, Laura, come on, you're gorgeous. How many men are walking with their woman and they will totally disrespect because they're so miserable? They're miserable. And they're stars. They're stars. Yeah, they're not getting the attention. They're not getting the edification. They're not getting the nurturing. Because women out there, they need to also have that balance of sexual and maternal and what happens sometimes when they get married and they have kids they're soccer mom maternal and you know it's just this maternal being or this business powerhouse and you have to be sensual and have that little maternal instinct to where you're nurturing you're affectionate you're loving you know you're giving him what he needs as well and they are starved and so i mean if you watch people i know you've seen when it's just like his attention is everywhere else but in the let misery, me ask you, this, you know, let me, how do you want, okay, again, in a long-term relationship, because you're so uh, knowledgeable, I, I love your energy, I love everything you're saying, how do you want what you already have? This is the question. How do you desire what you already have? There has it's to be a shift in energy. A there has to be a change, and they got to buy your there book. There has to be mystery. There has to be <laughs> yeah. I swear there has to be some sort of 
separation. I mean, we talk a lot about communication, and I hear you. There's got to be intimacy and all that stuff. But there also has to be mystery. Where there Mm -hmm. is mystery, there is desire. How many times have you seen your guy, like at home, you know, you're, oh, oh, it's the same thing, same thing, same, same, same. But then you go to a party, and you see your guy talking to a woman. All of a sudden, you're like, you're like, Whoa. <laughs> right? Yeah. You see him doing something outside the the relationship. Do you know what I mean? And right. it sparks your interest. Really great couples know how to re-spark. To yeah. To the keep fire. the mystery. They do, but they're yeah, so I've never <laughs> I never had that problem. I know how to keep the, you know, I'm very, and I think that, and someone even told when me today. When are you going to write a book? Somebody even told me, well, I am. I'm writing Know Your Freak Level. And, you know, but someone even told me today, this guy that I dated uh, years ago, he's like, you know, I never know if you're single or you're taken, and I love that about you. And I said, good. It's it's always a mystery. Or you're, you know, something like that. And I was like, good, good, good. But I I hear you. And I think that um, this is, very, very valuable information for people who are in long-term relationships that, you know, need to spice it up. This is why people are breaking up, getting a divorce and all this stuff. So we've encouraged married couples, you know, on the show to be spontaneous, get more wild, role play, bring sex toys, have How do you sex do it? How do you make and it practical? oral sex in, in public places. What are one of the more racy suggestions in your book for couples? Oh, wow. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> you know, I've got it hot off the press. I can I can probably flip through this book and go and, and, and remember, you know, like, oh my God. Um Okay, so racy, racy. Okay, by, by the way, I have to ask you, because you're on the high frequency of freak, right? You've done a lot of freak, yes? Am I right? I would you say I'm, I'm not going to, yeah, I would say I'm like the word. Yeah, I'm an eight on a scale from one to ten, but I'm I'm not into swingers and orgies and all that stuff. Like I right. like monogamy. I am probably one of the higher level monogamous freaks. Yes, definitely. Okay. So could you only be happy with your 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 equal on the freak sketch on on the freak scale? No, I think that there is like a like you said, like sometimes it'll evolve into that or um you know, I think it's important to find someone that's compatible because I don't want to be bored out of my mind. But um but yeah, I'm not used okay, to getting interviewed. I have, interviewed. One, I have one for you. Okay. I have Go. one here, okay? All right. So so again, half the fun of doing 101 Nights of Great Sex, and we're talking almost 2 million copies sold, so Mm-mm-mm. a lot of people have been liking this. But awesome. Some of the titles are bad to the boner. Now, by the way, I will say that there are a lot of, uh, there are also a lot of romantic seductions in, in this book. Mm-hmm. So it's not just all freak. I mean, a lot of foreplay, a lot of really interesting ways to get a woman to ignite the fire. A lot of different stuff. So let's let's go this is a really interesting one. It's called it's number sixty six. It's a for her eyes only secret envelope and uh, sealed envelope. And it's called Mirror Mirror on the Floor. Mm. Now you know, you know what? Because you're such a freak, can we just take a <laughs> moment and I'm gonna ask you how 
by the title. I Mira, love Mira, this. Mira. You're like the you're the only person that I would let interview me on my own show. But I love you Wait, already. As soon as I talked to you, as soon as I talked to you, I was like, I'm gonna hang out with that bitch. Okay, go ahead, go. <laughs> Because you're a freak, right? I mean, you, okay, so, all right, so what's cool about the seduction is you open up the sealed envelope, and it's a full seduction. I give you a beginning, a middle, and an end. Okay. It's like an erotic story, but with instructions. So you, so what it helps a woman does, it gives her permission, not you, because you're way out there, but it gives other women permission <laughs> to to go outside their box, so to speak, okay. right? Right. And, and, and the man, too. So you, as a couple, you know where your ideas are coming from. And by the way, you are invited to change each seduction and make it your own. That's part of the fun, too. I just right. give Be you, creative. Okay. Right. All right. So here are the ingredients. I'm going to ask you, what do you think the seduction is? It's called mirror, mirror on the floor. Here are your ingredients, Dr. Zoe. One wall mirror, one small lamp, Mm-hmm. Hot music with a hypnotic beat, mm-hmm. several pillows, personal mm-hmm. lubricant. Hmm. You're going to have sex on top of the mirror, or you're going to give oral. You're going to use the pillows for your knees while you're giving him oral, and then you're going to lay on the pillows with your legs spread, and he's going to give you oral, and you're going to watch in the mirror. <laughs> That's not it. Okay. Doggy style over the mirror. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, good one, good one. Okay. okay. Uh, let me look on the board. Is it there? No, no cigar. <laughs> okay. 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 So you, tr- you want me to tell you? Yes. All right. So, now, this is a wall mirror, mm-hmm. narrow enough to straddle. Gotcha. Placed on the floor. Mm-hmm. So you dim the lights, you light the candle, you take you, a very small lamp off to the side, mm-hmm. hot music. So what the woman's going to do, she's going to do a slow, slow, a slow, soft strip tease. Then she is going to straddle the mirror. Mm-hmm. And he's now going to watch her um, as he sits next with the pillows in the mirror. And what she does is she takes her, her pussy and she lubes it up, and then she kisses the mirror. Mm. Regina going up and down the mirror. Nice. Nice. Then, Very nice. Very and sexy. you can lube it up. a little bit of a move. But, I mean, and then, of course, you turn around, and then you put the mirror on the wall, and then you get really close to the mirror. It ends with that. Uh, uh, and then I end by saying, can you get seven years of bad luck from breaking a mirror? I know. I know this. <laughs> Doing it over a mirror just well, got your good. Stuff. Well, now I. Years of great sex. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. And again, give out your website so all of my listeners can make sure that they get connected with you and get your book. So go ahead oh, and give out your uh, website. 101 Nights of Great Sex. It's it's uh, not in the stores until September, but you can get the ebook on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. I'm everywhere. Or you might be able to find it in an adult boutique. I've been sold out for about three or four months, but the new edition <laughs> is almost out, and it's, as you can tell, I mean, it's very creative. Okay, just have one, do we have time for one other one, or no? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. All right, so, there's a seduction. Every woman that's listening to this program right now, you've got to get your guy to rip this page up, because it's absolutely one of my favorites. It's called, uh, She's Out of Control. 
okay? And again, it's a page he rips out, and then he spends a whole week teasing you, building anticipation, and guess what? You're going to show up. But he sends you an email, and he, this is what he says in the email. So let's pretend I just sent it to you, Dr. Zoe, and I'm actually a lucky guy, and I'm actually getting to bang you, because that's what I would like to do. <laughs> I okay. I mean, if you grew a penis, I'd probably be with you, Laura. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I have a very little penis. I don't know if it would satisfy you. <laughs> okay. It's very hard, though, and erect. Okay, all right. So he sent. So this is the anticipation, and I have e teases, which I sent them. Did did your assistant? Send you my e-teases? Yes, I got website. to read them like right before we got on. I okay, just, okay. Well, anyway, that, that builds anticipation too. These are electronic e-teases that go with the seductions to get you even more excited. All right, mm. so, all right, so you get this email from your honey, and it says something, something, you know, expect a night of hot sex Friday night. Meet me in the bedroom at 8 o'clock and bring one wooden hanger <laughs> and one scarf. A wooden and hanger one and a pillar. Now tell me what a night of freak sex with Dr. Zoe would include with one pillow, one one wooden hanger, and one scarf. What's going on? One pillow, one wooden, wooden hanger. hanger. I can't, I'm trying to, to be think of like, be wooden. I'm trying to think of like my grandfather's old dry cleaning. Like I can't think of a wooden hanger. Okay, so wooden hanger. So is it a wooden hanger that's like got the bottom on it, or is it just straight across? <laughs> okay, I'll, okay, I'll tell you what hanger. I would do. Okay, so wooden oh. hanger, uh, pillow, and we have a scarf. I'm going to get tied up Remember, with a scarf. Remember, you don't know. You have to show. Wait a minute, one sec. You have to show. Oh, you. Okay. Don't. He's surprising you. This is a seduction. Okay. You show up with he's these three. He's going to tie me up with a scarf, and he's going to. Spank my ass with a wooden hanger, and no. I don't know what the hell the pillow's for. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd have to kill you, but it's called She's Out of Control, and it's I don't want to spoil it because if women do buy the book, they can just say, you know what, Laura Corn tells me to rip She's Out of Control out of the book. Can you do that one for me, please? Yeah, it definitely okay. is involving oral for the woman if she's out of control, because let's face it, that drives ah. us out of control. I mean, it's got to have oral in it. So am I right about I mean, that? It has oral, oral in it. Freak. You are an oral <laughs> Yes, of course. But, but I love to give oral, too. Right He's not going to spank you or hurt you in any way. Oh, no. Oh, he can be spanked a little bit. Not in a hurtful way. Me I don't too. like weights and chains. I just like a yeah. hand or like a paddle or something like that or yeah. a riding crop, but I don't like whips and chains. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't know why. I just too much. Mm-hmm. Or nipple clamps. My my guest last week, everybody listened to that show in the archives, um, the nipple clamp thing. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Okay, Laura, so we have to get to a couple of the listeners' questions. Is that okay? okay. Can we do a couple of the questions? All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back, and we have time for a few questions with Laura Korn. Shouldn't a product you use in your private parts be organic? Introducing Sex Butter by Dr. Zoe, a healthy, organic, and even edible vaginal and penis lubricant. Naturally enhances sexual pleasure, promotes arousal and orgasm, is antifungal and antibacterial, 
and smells delicious. Can be used with a partner or alone. <gasps> Purchase your sex butter by Dr. Zoe and the Dr. Zoe Today app or at drzoetoday.com. That's D-R-Z-O-E-T-O-D-A-Y.com. Everything is better with the butter. Mm. Okay, so we are with Laura Korn, and we are going to go ahead and we're going to answer some of your questions. If you have questions about love, sex, or relationships, you can enter right on the app. You can click on Ask Dr. Zoe, and you can submit your questions, or you can go to drzoetoday.com and submit your questions on love, sex, and relationships. Laura, are you ready? I am. Okay, you're always ready. Okay. <laughs> okay, Brad. Way, this is folks, get your sex better because I have I have your product and it's amazing and that's that is absolutely the truth. So yes, yes, I love that. Okay, so Brad. Brad writes, my girlfriend doesn't like to have sex that often, so I masturbate about once a day on average. She gets angry with me and asks, why don't I love her enough to wait until she wants to have sex? How else am I supposed to stay sexually committed to someone who only wants to have sex once a month? I'm going to go ahead and let you go first. Well, first of all, why is he telling her? I mean, it's, you know, I mean. Maybe she caught on. I, I think that's a real problem to begin with. I mean, in the beginning of the relationship, you know, she's not having, she's going to even be less interested down yeah. the road. Yeah. So um, it could be what he's doing. It could be so many things. Um, right. I wouldn't tell her. I wouldn't tell her. It's just, it's doomed to fail. Yeah, it could be that he's getting caught masturbating because it doesn't specify whether oh, he is on, or he isn't. Oh, come on, dude. Yeah, I know. Don't mean? get caught. Don't do masturbating it. But, but, but also, let's just be – and that's horrible. I mean, have you seen the Saturday Night Live skits about that? That's hilarious. But anyway, yeah. um, I really truly believe that, you know, guys are going to masturbate. And as women, like, we can't, like, beat them up for it or make it feel shameful because a lot of these and guys hey, – guess what? It, it helps them uh, against cancer. Yes. So many health benefits, yes. ladies. Get yes. a grip. Plus, he's going to be able to oh. He's going <laughs> to. Plus, he's going to build his. He's going to build his stamina, and he's going to be able to seriously like last longer. You know, and Hello. so. Yeah, so don't get so uptight about him masturbating, and the fact that she only has to, wants to have sex once a month is more so the problem that I'd look into. Oh, and, and guess yeah. what, dude? Why don't you turn on the Dr. Zoe show for her? Yeah, so she yeah, can get tune educated. in. Tune into Dr. Zoe. Get it. Yeah. Sounds like you guys have been together for a while. Get Laura's book and you know and suggest things. Just be really sweet about it. Be like, baby, I want to read this book with you. Let's. This sounds like fun. Baby, let's listen to this show together. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Next question. Marjorie okay. says, I need some advice on how to make sex more enjoyable with my husband. It starts off good, but after a little while, it's just boring. It feels like the same old feeling I've we've been gotten used to. This sounds like you when you were married the first time. <laughs> so it's like, what color kind of should I paint the ceiling? Oh my I think God, they keep doing days. the same thing over and over and over yeah. again. You can't get excited by doing something the same way over and over again. You've got to have a tool, a vehicle, something to yes. get you over the hump or in the hump or whatever. And my book <laughs> is perfect for you. That's it. That's the answer. I agree 100%. Okay, Greg, before my wife and I got married, I told her I only wanted two kids. After those two kids, I got a vasectomy. So we had two children, and I got a vasectomy. After the second child was born, 
after the second child was born. Now, five years later, I have come to find out that my wife cheated on me, and I'm not the father of our second child. She admits oh. she's known... She's admitted that she's known the whole time. I feel like I've been robbed in every way possible. Is this grounds for a divorce? What do you think, Dr. Zoe? Um, yes, I do think it's grounds for a divorce, absolutely. But I would say there's a five-year-old child that probably doesn't know that you're not the father. And that five-year-old child has been raised as you as the father. So whatever you do, Take that child's feelings into consideration and your other child that you have with this woman. But, yeah, I say it's grounds for a divorce. Laura, what do you say? Well, you're a doctor and I'm not. My, my expertise is spicing up couples that don't have <laughs> No, I do break. Okay, okay, yeah. Let's and go. I would go with what you said because you're right on. Okay, Actually, all right, let's go to the next one. This one is okay. anonymous, Laura, and it says, I always fake orgasms with my boyfriend, and the only way I can have one is with sex toys. I've tried to talk to him about us using the sex toys together, but he's completely against it. Should I keep faking it or move on? What do you say? Oh, my God, she belongs to the Fakers Club. I was going to start a Fakers Club. <laughs> and that's a huge mistake. You know, the Fakers Club, I mean, who's not, who hasn't – I'm glad I'm not a member anymore. First of all, my advice is, okay, I, I have a, really a really – she has to start she, – she's desensitized. I can't even say the word – her vagina with, with – it's not a bad thing, but she literally needs to learn how to come with his tongue, with his mm -hmm. fingers, and other mm -hmm. ways, because that's going to get mm -hmm. that's going to get boring, I think, for him. And men do that too. And when we're talking about jerking off, men desensitize their cocks as well. They can do uh -huh. that to their penises as well. Where you know, uh -huh. and then like you know, they're having sex, um, and they're so used to their hand that they can't, you know, especially older guys. That happens with older guys a lot. Okay, um, I agree. You got to stop faking it. It says that he's your boyfriend. Um, I would definitely like. Um, oh, you got to take the toys away. You got to take the toys away yeah. for two or three weeks. You have to take the toys away. And here's something else that she can add to it. Um, a hundred thousand women were interviewed, uh, and that researchers discovered that half of these women wanted sex twice as often and orgasm more frequently. They wanted to know what these women were doing. To, to want sex more often and to actually orgasm more frequently. What is the answer, Dr. Zoe? What, are, what were these women doing? Over 50,000 women did the same thing. Not masturbate. What did they do? They wanted to have sex more frequently often. and they... More often, and they, and they, and they, they wanted... orgasming me more frequently than the other 50,000. They discovered they shared an activity. This is fascinating. Mm. Mm. Fantasizing. Sanitizing okay. about is, uh, uh, reading romance novels. You're kidding me. Nope, that's the answer. Oh, I'm so not a typical woman. Oh gosh, are you serious? This is why. That's this serious. is why I'm the confidential coach to men and not women. Women uh, reading romance uh, novels. Uh, really? That gets you off this. That's so boring to me. That's no, so no, boring no. to me. Remember, women, sex starts in their imagination. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and that's women, that's that's, that's wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, that, and men need to keep that in mind for exactly. most women, for most yes. women, not all women. I, I think they should read sexual books on fantasies because fantasy, sexual fantasies turn me on so much. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. And talking dirty in bed about sexual fantasies. Yeah. Talking dirty in bed. I mean, what? I mean, that is like the biggest turn on for me is like you know talking who I'm dirty be in, talking bed about and just like, in bed. This you. is what. 
Uh, oh, awesome, awesome. <laughs> if you don't I, I know, I've heard that before, but you know, for some reason when you tell me that, it really turns me on. Laura, listen, that's all we have time for tonight. I okay. want to have you on again. You're awesome. Love Thank you so you. much. we got to hang out. And definitely, everyone, I want you to go get her book as soon as it comes out. September what? When is it going to be available? Uh, like the, It'll be in the stores by September 15th. Okay. But you can so, get the ebook. The ebook is available. It's super hot, too. So yes, yes. So get the ebook. And Laura, thank you so much for being a guest thank on the show. You. And you've got to come back on. Thank you, sweetie. All right. All right, sweetie. Bye.